Good morning, good morning, good morning, collaborators. This is the only place I am today. Um, if this is your first time watching me on live stream, well, excuse me, my name is Latasha Martin. Oh, my voice, hold on. My name is Latasha Martin, and this is a motivational moment with a biblical foundation. I know there's a couple of people who joined the group thinking that you were supposed to go to the teachers, tutors, and technology group. So you're more than welcome to stay, but I just wanted you to understand the context of this uh, this group. Good morning, Ida Lynn. So today um, our topic is, I couldn't even earn it. I couldn't even earn it. So let me go ahead and open in a word of prayer and then we'll jump right into our word. So dear Lord, um, I thank you so much for providing grace and no matter how we feel about ourselves, God, I'm thankful that there is room for us to do the work to glorify you, God. I pray that as I read this scripture today, that it encourages somebody who feels like they have nothing to offer to the kingdom. They feel that there's nothing that they can give or contribute. I pray that you remind them that every single one of us has something that we can contribute because there's nothing that we did to deserve your grace. And just because we may feel less, we know that there's something that we can contribute. And so today, I hope that we're reminded of that when we read into this word today. So we thank you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 Okay. I'm having a really weird moment because <clears throat> I wanted to read this one scripture, but I'm going to go ahead and read that. But it feels like the Holy Spirit is moving me to another direction. But today's topic um, is called, I couldn't even earn it. And one of the hardest things for me is when someone provides grace for me or someone wants to do something for me, um, because I'll feel like for some reason there needs to be a bit of reciprocity there. Um, and for those who are not familiar with the concept of reciprocity is sometimes we may actually know what's going on. So I'll do this expecting that. So that's reciprocity. And, and that's not how God's grace works. And so when we're a person that finds it hard for someone to bless us because we always want to be the blessing. Uh, today, I want to encourage you to let you know that Sometimes our frustrations and things that are happening, um, when I help people in my normal day job, I said I'm changing my whole tagline to, I help people get unstuck by using people, processes, and technology. The people part is always so hard. And it's hard because um, sometimes we may get frustrated because we're in charge or we're responsible to lead people and we can't understand how they can get in and do what they need to do without frustrating us in the process. And so what I was reading today in, in this passage that comes out of Titus, it was just reminding me that everybody has something to contribute to the body of Christ, every single person. And the reason that we know that is because we're blessed to be able to be a blessing. And the way that you are a blessing is you use what you have to do those things. <clears throat> and then God will bless us sometimes to be able to do greater things because there's nothing that we could have done for his grace, but there is a place for every person to get busy and do the work of God. And so let's go into this scripture today. I'm going to read the passage um, and talking about sometimes it's hard for us to see the value in someone else because we've gone beyond there and God wants us to see that there's value for everyone. So let's go into the book of Titus. It is the third chapter and it's starting with the third verse. And it says, at one time, 
We too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us, not because of our righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth of the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we may become heirs and having hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing good. These things are excellent and profitable for everybody. So the part that I want us to focus on is I want to is the eighth verse and it says, and I want to stress these things so that those who have been trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. Doing what is good. Doing what is good. These are excellent and profitable for everyone. So let's take a couple of minutes to say, uh, reminding ourselves of doing what is good. And so when we think about this doing what is good, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and saying doing what is good is having the same grace for others that God has with us. The grace that we couldn't have earned. I think about how many times God has given me instruction and I've gone the wrong direction. Or yesterday I had a, a great conversation. Like I, I tell myself as being really technically savvy. And there's this one software application that I just get frustrated with. And so one of my, uh, a, a good, I'll just say that we're colleagues and like there's strengths that I have, there's strengths that he has. And he has so much patience with me yesterday because I was just frustrated. I had went live in the teacher's tutoring and technology space and thought I was going to be fancy pants trying to use this one particular tool and the tool just would not function correctly because I don't spend as much time there as I do with other tools. And so I called him and I'm like, listen, I need your help. And like, he's walking me through step by step. And I was sitting there like, listen, and I know I've been talking about using our words, but I'm gonna just tell you transparent, like how I felt in that moment. I'm like, how can I be this dumb? Like, why can't I understand this? Like, why can't I figure this out? And he was so patient. Like we got on and we, we use all kinds of tools to help one another. We're FaceTiming, we're sharing screens, we're doing all of this stuff. And I'm asking him to help me. And he's going step by step by step. And so when we finished up, I got off the phone and I was like, dang, I felt like really like less than, but yet he showed me so much patience. And it was a great analogy to say that, you know, in this text where it says at one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions. Like one time there was a time that I can even remember with myself, I would be so impatient with people. Like they would just frustrate me because I'm like, how many times do I have to keep explaining this? And I think I had that experience yesterday because I had to sit in the seat of the, the, the student and not the seat of the teacher in an area where I feel like I'm an expert. And yesterday, the grace that that person showed, again, it was nothing. It, he, I don't pay them. 
you know, and I think about that, like how often I can give, 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 and with no expectation because I'm in the teacher seat, but yet when I need to sit as the student, it's hard because I feel like there needs to be like a compensation or there needs to be some type of reciprocity instead of just understanding that just like I'm blessed to be a blessing, others are blessed to be a blessing. And some of the blessings that we get from others, we couldn't earn it. Just like we we couldn't do anything to, to pay back Jesus for dying on the cross for us. Nothing. Nothing. But yet, how many times do we not take that position of the doing good? How many times do we get frustrated with people and, and say that they should get to this point instead of reminding ourselves that, that we're to continually do good, do good, do good, devote ourselves to doing good. And when we can start seeing people as uh, as treasures and as contributors and as, as people like God sees them versus the pain that we might associate with these people, then we can find something good in them just like God found something good in us. Things that we can't earn. This was really important to me because as that passage goes on, it talks more about how, you know, people want to do good, but then they get into like surface level conversations of justifications. You know, even when I think about times like this, that we're in tumultuous times when it comes to like uncomfortable conversations, whether it's political, whether it's racial, whether it's classism, these different things, we will set a set of biases. Sometimes we're aware of our biases. Sometimes they're unconscious biases. And then we show up in different ways without understanding and having grace to others so that we can continue to do good because we're immediately reacting to situations. That's why it's important not to think, take things out of context. And the Holy Spirit right now in real time is like um, giving me a spiritual spanking. I remember yesterday I was scrolling through social media and I saw a particular incident that happened. And the perspective that I saw, which is from the camera that that person was holding it, it just it just started to conjure up all these feelings to me, not the feelings of do good, but the feelings of like, why can't people just have conversations? And then what I realized in real time is this is what happens when we take things out of context. And what I mean out of context, even if two people are side by side experiencing the same situation, we still have two different perspectives on that exact same situation because we have different experiences. And what this passage says is that when we focus on the part of the grace that we need to be generous in our forgiving without putting our disposition on that situation, then it allows us to just do good. Imagine if you went into scenarios where every time someone came at you, you were like, well, how can we look at this differently so that we can do good? Because even that person, God loves them too. A great book that I read many years ago, and there's the movie that was made from the book, is called The Shack. I don't know if you've ever read it or seen the movie. 
And what I love about the shack is there's so many different things, even from the author using characters, which are not the characters that you would associate with different characters. And the interesting thing about this book is the person that brought it to my attention the first time was not even a person that walks the same faith as I do. They believe in the big G God, but we have different denominations of how we worship and celebrate and acknowledge who God is. And when I was reading the book before the movie came out, they kept saying, I think it's such a cool thing because like the character of, of God is represented by like a, a certain woman. Uh, it was a black woman that's representing God. And then like the Holy Spirit is represented by like an, an I want to say Indian, but like Asian Indian person. And like all of the characters in the book who are in the leading roles representing the Trinity are not who you would think they were, which again, that's again, when we come up with our biases in our mind, why not? Why couldn't it be? If we're made in the image of God, that person could look like whoever they look like. But again, that's a barrier that they wanted to bust through. And then the story in the book is so amazing because it talks about like God's love for all of us. No matter what we may perceive someone as good or bad, it it talks about how God loves all of us because we are all his children. And how many times do we get hung up on what someone does not deserve or a chance that someone shouldn't get because they can't earn it, but yet God reminds us that he loves all of us. So our job is to do good. It says devote yourself to being good. Devote yourself to being good, which means that no matter how crazy situations may be, no matter how you might be feeling about a person, it says devote yourself to being doing good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. And that's what we should be looking for. What things benefit the body? The, the how, how are we greater together? Even if we think that person shouldn't get this for whatever concepts we have in our minds. Because at the end of the day, we don't know their stories. We don't know their stories. Sometimes we don't even take the time to understand the depth of our stories. Why do we show up certain ways? Why are we triggered by certain things? Why do we believe that they don't deserve it? How about this? How come we believe that we don't deserve it? Well, what do you mean, Latasha? What do you mean? Why would I think I don't deserve it? It's hard to understand the concept of unconditional love. The closest thing I can think about it is either the context of marriage, but I would say the context of children. And the reason I say children even over marriage, because it's something about when you birth or you connect to a child when they're younger and you feel this deep, deep love. It's, it's crazy. Like when you are given the opportunity to care over a child, it's almost like you have this deep, unexplainable love for a person that you don't even know, but you get connected to them in such a deep way that there's nothing that they can do. Even if their same behaviors were demonstrated by somebody else and you might get that feeling of, yes, I can't stand that person. But when it comes to that child that you love, even if they demonstrate those same behaviors, you're like, but I still love them. I still love them. 
That's the love. That's the goodness. That's the generosity that we should be pouring out to others. That unconditional love, the ability to be generous. And it doesn't mean that someone is manipulating you. Because again, I always go to this thing of, you know, I used to get real mad. Like it still is a trigger for me. If I feel like somebody's taking advantage, God gives you the discernment to know that someone's taking advantage or being deceptive. But even if you didn't know, or even if you know, and you have an opportunity to be generous to somebody that you feel is being deceptive, you got to challenge your thoughts on that. Could God think your behavior is deceptive sometimes or manipulative, or you have a hidden agenda in your heart that you won't acknowledge or you don't know to acknowledge? So the purpose of today is reminding ourselves, just like we can't earn God's grace, there's times where we need to be generous when we feel like somebody else doesn't deserve it. Our job is not to judge do they deserve it or not. Our job is to be generous and recognizing that these things are excellent and profitable to everyone. Using the guidance and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, he will guide you in situations where you are to say yes in love or no in love. He will help you to understand what generosity means. Because we serve a good God like that. And I'm so grateful that we have grace that we can't earn. Because I know there's so many days I wake up with good intentions and I'm like, oops, I got it wrong again. Yet he loves me and he loves you too. And I'm thankful for that today. So dear God, we thank you so much for being a great, a God of grace a God of generosity and love and opportunities. I pray that if our biggest battle right now is recognizing that it's hard for us to receive your love because we think that we need to do something to earn it, I hope that this message is a reminder that we could do nothing to earn your grace or your love. In the same way that we need to open ourselves up to be loved, We need to love others and be generous with others. You remind us that the highest command of all is love. That unconditional love, that agape love, that love that there's no um, looking at, oh my gosh, I can't do that anymore because they did this and I'm doing that. But that love of just openness. And so Lord, I pray that we're reminded of this today to use all of our resources and our abilities to just do what you're calling us to do because you're a good God and you're a loving God and you're a gracious God and you're a God of a million chances. So we thank you. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow.